Welcome to The Intuitive Therapist with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense, deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey, y'all. This is Janice Cohen here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. So happy to be speaking with y'all today. I encounter people all the time, and also this has been in my life, who really try to manage their anxiety uh, in a lot of ways. And I know I have in my life tried to figure out how to do things Um, and that has kind of gotten me in trouble because I end up using my thinking brain a lot and forget about being in flow and allowing. And today I want to talk to you, uh, about the concept of letting go or being dragged. Years ago, I came upon this Zen proverb, and of course, everything hits me at the right time. Uh, and the Zen proverb says, let go or be dragged. And it, it hit me with such force that I had to literally sit back from my computer and let the concept and the idea of that really sink in. I had to figure out what that meant for me. And what I figured out was that all of my pushing through life, all of my uh, need to figure things out and the pressure I was putting on myself to have to figure things out, I was getting myself dragged through the mud. It wasn't easy. And so today I want to talk to you and I want to teach you about how to loosen up the reins in your life. If you tend to be an anxious person, this is really going to help you. It may seem weird, uh, almost maybe impossible. But I can tell you as somebody who's been anxious, learning this, what I'm about to teach you today, I'm about to talk about today, truly can change your life. And I hope that as you've listened to these other podcasts, that you really take in the things that I'm sharing with you because I only talk about things that that work and not just with me, but with my clients over the last 26 years that I've been in practice. So if you are like most people, you really do your best to manage all the moving parts of your life, trying not to incur stress. And the trouble is with life management, uh, it's that there are so many details to address. And managing your life, y'all, really doesn't ensure a ton of ease and joy. It incurs a ton of preoccupation with trying to get everything done rather than being in the moment. So my clients, those who feel anxious and insecure, they really want to learn how to reduce this the stress and all the undesirable emotions and thoughts and beliefs that come along with trying to manage your life. And in an effort to foster feelings of safety, security, and predictability for themselves, they've developed schedules and routines and to-do lists. And unfortunately, all these really well-intended activities can seem to do really is increase their level of anxiety even more, even though they think it's reducing it because they have a hard time achieving everything they set out to achieve. And they wind up feeling badly about themselves for their perceived inadequacies. You know, those of you who are list makers, you'll make lists like 10,000 lists for 10,000 different things. 
And y'all's lists are extensive. And then you look at that and you're like, oh my God, it's so overwhelming. And if you have 20 things on your list and you accomplish three, you end up focusing all the things that you didn't get done and lose sight of all the things that you you did get done. So timetables and action plans, they, they can help us stay on track. They really can if you stick to them. And if you have the mindset of how best to experience what you're doing, but really they don't always offer or foster inner peace, ease, and joy. And neither do they encourage us to live from our hearts and uh, from a place of trust in the universe's divine plan for us to have everything we need, including peace of mind. So if you haven't figured out yet, y'all, your life does not run on your timetable, no matter how much you try to make one, because there's always something that comes up. Always, and you can't ever predict those things that will be the road bumps or the the uh, the challenges, the the roadblocks. You can never predict when those things are going to happen. What's really happening is that there really is a greater influence that's pulling your life strings for you. And until you get that, and until you learn how to partner with the universe, you're going to feel like you're climbing uphill. You see, our life lessons are coordinated by both our soul's plan before we incarnate here on this earth and spirit and the universe. All three of those things. When our plans run off track and details suddenly change, spirit is giving us the opportunity to learn valuable lessons such as patience, flexibility, and acceptance, for example. It may mean that, you know, when you are riding down the the street and you have a flat tire and you got to get to this meeting, The universe is saying, oh, wait a minute, whatever was ahead of you, maybe literally in the traffic ahead, I I can't let you experience that. I'm going to save you from that. So I'm stopping you literally right here. Could be that through your getting the the tire repaired, you meet a wonderful person or have another experience or or have a different opportunity. Maybe you, you got a call that you would have missed had you been in a meeting that could change your life. So you have to understand Planning, planning, planning doesn't ensure spontaneity. It doesn't ensure flexibility. And it it prevents you from being in the now. So these life lessons that come in the form of challenges, interruptions, pain in the ass things that you don't understand, uh, relationship breakups, uh, losing your job, whatever it is, they are delivered in a way that catches off guard. Because we are not focused on the now. After all, look, if we could predict all circumstances, especially the negative ones, we would all actively avoid them. Actively avoid the pain because nobody chooses to be in pain. And I don't really give a shit how many people you know who are and who say they can't help themselves. Nobody wants to feel pain. They may get gain like attention, pity, compassion, but nobody wants to feel pain. Because if we actively avoid, if we know what's coming and we actively avoid these painful experiences that really serve us uh, as uh, beacons for our growth, we would all be stunted, all of us. So have, have you heard of the saying, you plan and God laughs? <laughs> the funny thing is, is when our carefully plotted plans veer off course, we're reminded of what we know deep down inside. 
that we can only control five things. And I tell this to my clients all the time, and they look at me like, oh my God, I didn't realize. As much as we try to be the puppet master of all things within and around us, we can't. So these are the five things that you can control. What you ingest, what you take in, what you expel, what you let go of, what you literally get rid of from your body, what you think, what you feel, and what you do. That's it. I don't care how carefully planned out you are. You will always have outside influences that change the, the way the game goes. So believing that you can influence anything or anyone outside of you is equivalent to having an already failed plan. So I'm asking you to change your perspective. It's great to have a outline, a general strategy, even to really be detailed about how maybe you'll fix something. But to be so rigid as to just focus on that as, as if that's the only option, as if other things won't happen, as if other influences won't change what's happening is ignorant, to be honest. And I don't want y'all to be ignorant. I want you to be aware. So how then do these planners and predictors, these kinds of people who tend to experience a higher level of anxiety when it comes to life, how do they shift into heart-based decision-making and increased emotional flexibility? Because that's really what it's about. Emotional flexibility. It's being able to roll with the punches. It's being able to learn that that when the unexpected things happen, that they're really expected. It just means that you just don't know what those things are. But you have to be open and aware and, uh, and connected to yourself to know that these things are going to happen. They're going to bust up your plan and that you got to roll, like I said, roll with the punches. So those people who struggle with anxiety, they really find it difficult to believe in something unless they have proof of its existence beforehand. A lot of <clears throat> analytical thinkers um, and practical thinkers, they got to have proof. And I'll tell you what, this life isn't about proof beforehand. It's about proof afterwards, about whether or not something has been a success, has been a failure uh, and what you need to do to tweak things for them to be able to help you propel forward. So if you feel challenged with anxiety and find it difficult to adjust to change, big, big challenge for those people who are anxious because you get your mind set on something, you have expectations of how it should go, and nine times out of ten it doesn't go that way, and you get shocked over and over and over again about why, because that's not life. I want to ask you to consider a different approach an alternative that can more effectively and positively impact how you cope with anxiety. There are 12 universal laws, and one of them being the law of attraction. I'm sure many of you, if not all of you, who are uh, kind of on the spiritual path or who've gotten into metaphysical studies, those kinds of things, you've heard of this. So the, the concept, the law, to you, is new. But the law of attraction states that like attracts like. It's that simple. You can't be shocked if you're in a pissy poor mood and you encounter pissy poor people or your interactions are pissy poor and other people are like that or, you know, you pull things in that, that mirror 
the state of emotion that you're in. When we believe in something fully and completely, in other words, when we have energetically and intellectually aligned and emotionally aligned with whatever it is that we believe, whether something is going to happen that's good or bad, it is the law that we will bring it about. And this law applies to both positive and negative foci and outcomes. In my 30s, I felt powerless to influence my life, and I firmly believed that I was making all of the wrong choices and that bad things were drawn to me like bees were drawn to honey. I could, I'm like, what the hell is going on here? I don't understand. I, and I missed the connection. I missed the connection between what, my, what vibration I was aligned with and then what was showing up. And I became angry at life. Oh, my God, for years I was the, one of the angriest people ever. I had such contempt for the shit deal that I felt like I was getting in my life because I felt un, uh, underneath it all, the belief was that I was uh, a screw up and a fuck up. And having that belief, underli- you know, it underlied everything that happened to me and it wasn't helpful. I felt hurt when others didn't meet my expectations. I felt disappointed all the time. I experienced betrayal and I became thoroughly disillusioned with life. And guess what? That wasn't working for me. So I had to figure out what worked, and it took me a while. And it wasn't until my early 40s that being that miserable, that unhappy, it became intolerable. I reached a point where I could not stand it anymore. And I decided to change how I emotionally navigated through life. And as a result, my life began to change for the better. And I began to learn how to manage my energy, my emotions. I learned how to use better language to influence my thinking and my moods. And ultimately, I learned how to focus on only the feelings and goals that brought me happiness and joy because my focus was in the wrong place entirely. And most importantly, too, I learned how to let go of my need to control things and let the universe guide me. And because I learned these things, because I allowed spirit in the universe to guide me each day with everything, I just let go and I allowed spirit to guide me about the first step and the next step. And if I'm in the middle of something or if I'm trying to figure something out or I can't, And I feel like, you know what, I get this idea to go pee, I'm going to go pee. Because nine times out of ten, I'll do my business, I'll wash my hands, and boom, the answer comes. So when I learned these, these invaluable skills, just to follow wherever my guidance was, if it was to call somebody, if it was to organize something, to give my left brain a job so my right brain could open up, I learned to be in that space completely. I didn't have any difficulty anymore shifting gears when change happened. I mastered the skill of preparing to be unprepared. And I was able to receive all the changes and all the unexpected shit that happened, the the painful stuff in the vein of, well, this is part of what I need to have right now in my life. It hurts. It sucks. I don't like it. And, not but, and how... Can I use this for my betterment? 
How is this here to serve me? So once I shifted into this new way of living, it's a way of living, like a diet is no way of living. Choosing to incorporate it in your life rather than seeing it as a restriction is a way of life. So I noticed that new positive people came into my life, new amazing opportunities entered my life with literally little to no effort on my part because I was in that space to experience everything as if it was meant for me. So now whatever happens in my life, I consider necessary and meaningful, and I'm much more easily able to roll with changes, accepting life's invitation to welcome all the unexpected happenings. So giving yourself the opportunity to learn how to much more easily accept change by trusting in and following your heart's truth, it will expand your life experience beyond measure. And some of you are saying, I don't know how to do that. I'm going to tell you the secret. The only thing you need to do is go f- from one step to the next. It's not to have everything planned out. And I'm not saying you shouldn't plan it all. You do. You got to plan for trips. You got to plan for maybe your day during the, during the work day. But be in the space of just allowing spirit to guide you. And you will be guided very effectively. So, like I said, when you have faith in your heart's desires and you learn how to effectively influence your emotions and cultivate full faith in the universe's goodwill towards you, hand to God, you will always be where you need to be and have what you need to have and know what you need to know. Paul uh, uh, Cahilo said it best, when you want something, the universe conspires to give it to you. So when you honor your true self, when you learn profitable ways to maximize the level of happiness in your life and honor the ebbs and flows of life, I'm telling you, life management, life management, not only it becomes effortless, it becomes irrelevant. I hope this has been helpful for y'all today. If you need to listen to it again to really hear the, the importance and the energy that's connected to this message, please just rewind it and listen to it again. If you are struggling in any aspect of your life and you're like, you know what, I want a reading, I offer 30, 45, 60-minute readings on any aspect of your life, love, money, business, uh, health, relationships, anything, past lives, reach out, let me help you. Spirit gives me amazing information that I've seen time and time and time again over the years that I've been reading people that truly helps them change their lives. And I'd love to be able to do that for you. And if you feel like you'd like to truly change your life and the content of these podcasts really resonate with you, reach out to me. I'd love to help you. I work with people all over the world and help them. You don't have to be in my office for me to help you create beautiful, massive, and amazing change in your life. You can reach me at my office number at 404-558-3971 or email me. Go to my website, Janice at JaniceRCohen.com and you'll be able to, to connect with me. I hope, like I said, you've enjoyed these podcasts. Please take a moment to just visit iTunes 
uh, subscribe and rate and review my podcast, please. It takes a few minutes. The more people that I get to rate and review, especially the great five stars that I've been getting, I'm so happy. Thank you for those of you that did that. Uh, the more exposure I get uh, and the higher the rating I get. So I'd really, really appreciate that. I wish you a wonderful day, a blessed week, and as always, live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist with Janice R. Cohen. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review at iTunes.